Hi, Lance Meekle, founder and managing director, Generational. The coach that will enable you to at least double your revenue, retain your key clients, and have a saleable business that others will only envy. You're listening to Family Office Coaching with Lance Meekle podcast. On this podcast, you'll hear how implementing a multifamily office solution to your business will produce income that you can now only dream of, deliver you a strategy for key client retention, and ensure that you have solidified relationships with the clients that you want and can't afford to lose. If creating a business that has a saleable revenue of 9 to 12 times or EBIT of 5 to 6 times interests you, then listen up. So to get started, go to our website, genmfo.com, that's G-E-N-M-F-O.com, where you'll find heaps of free insights. You can request a free e-guide to get answers to all of your questions. And while on the website, visit our YouTube channel and watch our videos. For more amazing episodes, go to familyofficecoaching.podbean.com, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or your favorite podcast app. If you want to start making money now and have a more rewarding career, then take action by contacting me personally via LinkedIn so we can get started. Thanks for spending your time listening to this episode, which is, what are the attributes of a family office client? This podcast is going to assist you to identify what traits you need to look for when deciding on the suitability of a family office client for your business. Explain why selecting the wrong prospect hurts, and discuss referrals, cover referrals as to why there's a difference between being grateful and thankful. So now let's get started and get straight into the information for making you money. What traits you need to look for when deciding on the suitability of a family office client for your business? So you have a prospect, you're excited, you're keen, should we on board, shouldn't we on board? If we do, if we don't, the money's dangling, the excitement's alive and well, and it could possibly even be your first uh, prospect that you're considering crossing the bridge on, going from a high net worth, private wealth advisor, family office uh, um, uh, graduate, trying to learn the ropes to get your first client on board, holistic financial planning, uh, whatever the title may be. Well, a generational, we identify the following attributes or we don't proceed with the family as a client, full stop, period. Two items jump out, not negotiable, don't miss, in order. Number one, the prospect are delegators, or the prospects are delegators. So the the mum and dad who are heading up the enterprise uh, are called patriarchs and matriarchs. matriarchs. Uh, They are delegators. Number two is their time poor. If you don't have number one, delegators, and you don't have number two, time poor, not or, they are and, inclusive, delegators and time poor as attributes, my experience, my word of advice, my wisdom, my mistakes to you is, as the audience, do not proceed with the patriarch and or the matriarch in a family office model. Other attributes, no particular order, are the people that you're looking at, you know, exploring their family office enterprise, converting it into a family office and building a a relationship of longevity for, you know, 30, 40, 50 years um, and investment decisions 50 to 100 years, is they must take pride in establishing a legacy or a purpose. 
They have to have a desire to make a difference to the betterment of others and and themselves, but in particular to others. Back to that being selfless, not selfish approach. They have to be seeking security for what and who is important for them. They're interesting people. Living and people are more important than money to the people. So living their life, exploring what life is, what it could have been, what it should be, what they'd like it to be, the aspirations they have for what time there is left, um, to undo the things that they've done that they uh, maybe shouldn't have done or wish they hadn't have done, or explore the things that they'd like to do. Living and people are more important than money. Really important point. That's not discounting the importance of capital, money, investments, returns, income. But what it's about and who it's for is more important than the money. They value integrity. They understand social inclusion and they're committed to playing a role in empowering individuals to participate as fully as possible in society. They enjoy simplicity and freedom that comes from having all their financial issues under the watchful eye of a corporate trusted advisor, which is the multifamily office. They have a necessity to hear the truth. They may not like it, they may not want it, but they understand the necessity to hear the truth. Not you hear their truth and capitulate and receive money. That is called a transaction. And they value the collaboration of professionals working together for their purpose, whatever that purpose, that legacy is. And they appreciate the time-saving and reduction of grief that management team meetings can provide to their family enterprise Um, the management team being the people they and yourselves collectively appoint. So they're the attributes that generational look for. They're not negotiables, and that means forfeiting income. It means forfeiting uh, multiples. It means forfeiting egotism. But the gratification that comes from having an engaged client, an engaged family that will give you three generations of revenue and quality referrals comes from having conviction and understanding of what you put your purpose is as a business owner and understanding the capacity models. And there are other episodes you can um, listen to to understand what the capacity constraints are and the income constraints are on a multifamily office. So the second part of the podcast, why selecting the wrong prospect hurts? Well, the capacity of your business will be eroded with a relationship that both parties don't want to be in. Great, everybody's had the honeymoon period, on board, tick the box, have the meetings, all the fluffy emotions are all great. Everybody's got their letterheads and their statements and their letters after their names and having really cool discussions about things. Um, They're letting people know they might be on social platforms. They're telling their friends uh, absolutely wonderful times and, and not, to be, not to be missed. But if you've got the wrong relationship, then your capacity to undo that relationship is massive when we're talking opportunity cost of revenue. So in other words, don't go there and onboard the wrong prospect. You can't undo a family office quickly nor easily and nor should you be able to because that is the structure that is what is unique about 
having a family office structure in place. A generational, our success to date has been 100% aligned, engaged and wonderful in the sense that we have selected and onboarded the correct clients. That's not to say there weren't prospects we could have onboarded that may have worked. But conviction is the forfeiting of capital and ensuring sometimes at your own personal expense as a business owner that you're making the decisions and understanding your capacity constraints and opportunity cost. It's no luck. It's no, it's it's not rocket science. It's simply conviction. So you've got the information and what the attributes are. Nobody can give you the conviction except it comes from within and or you've made enough mistakes to have learnt it. But with family office, it's not a simple case of terminating the client, orphaning the client, and saying, okay, we'll 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 transfer, we'll sell that, we'll move on, we'll send a form off to distribution provider stakeholders and say we're no longer there in inverted commas financial planner. It doesn't work that way. So there's no luck involved. And if you have any doubt, and I underscore 72 font in bold, any doubt, the answer is don't proceed. So my three G's of business and life are as follows. And this is my experience in business and in life. Number one, people are grateful. They're very happy. They're gratuitous. Thank you. Very excited. The second phase is they become grumpy. Something doesn't quite go right. You didn't respond on time. One of your your staff members uh, or one of your stakeholders um, or even one of your providers uh, did something not quite ideally right, and they get a little bit grumpy. The last stage of the cycle is greedy, and you don't want your business, yourself, your family, nor any staff dealing with a greedy client. And if you follow the attributes that I've outlined, then you won't find that the people are greedy, hence my point about being selfless versus selfish and so on and so forth. You don't want to be putting your, putting your toes in the water with a client who's vexatious, talking compensation and voicing um, narratives that are, let's shall we say, awkward to say the least. Don't go there. Unhappy clients create reputational damage far greater than the revenue you'll get uh, and be attracted to by onboarding the wrong family office. There'll be months, if not longer, resolving, explaining, battling with an unhappy patriarch and or matriarch about matters they're not happy with. Pale in insignificance compared to the opportunity cost the business will forgo if you onboard the wrong client. And the last part that dovetails from, from those discussion points I've outlined is having the right referrer. We're all aware in business that that is the best quality income you can receive, is a qualified referral. So referrals, there's a point of difference between being grateful and thankful. A patriarch or matriarch who are happy with living their lives, having created a legacy and knowing that their eulogy will be aligned with their values and purpose, will be grateful and your best referrers. A client being thankful is nice, it's cute, and it's financially rewarding, but it's well short of the emotional beauty and richness of a grateful client. Being grateful is about appreciating what one has, and this is a family office client, as opposed to one who wants 
a prospect who wants what a family office delivers but doesn't want to pay or doesn't have the suitable attributes to align to becoming a client. So being thankful implies thanks for something that someone has given you. This is typically a transactional-based relationship. If you want my help in any way, shape, or form, go to genmfo.com. That's G-E-N-M-F-O.com and interact. Please share this episode with anyone you care about so that they, like you, can have a pathway to wealth, lifestyle, and industry recognition. Please leave an episode review at familyofficecoaching.podbean.com, Apple or Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app, and subscribe to not miss my latest episodes. Until my next episode, remember, if producing income that you can only dream of and having a strategy for key client retention is important to you, take action now. Let's evolve.